Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional grade industrial supplies. Count on real time product availability and fast delivery. Call clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Sick of being upsold at gyms? My guy, you're currently a base member? For $90 more, I can upgrade you to our Shred membership. For $130 more, you'll be a swole member. And for just $300 more, you'll reach Sweat Platinum. At Planet Fitness, you'll get energy without the upsell. Never pushy, always free fitness training and equipment for every workout. It's fitness that fits your budget. Join Planet Fitness for just $1 down and $10 a month. Cancel anytime. Deal ends Friday, May 10th. See Home Club for details. What the hell is up, Pelicans fans? This is Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans, and I am your host, Elliot Clough. Today we are joined by Preston Ellis of the Bird Rights and Bleacher Report. He's putting about eight articles out a week for Bleacher Report. So this man is working hard, and he took a little bit of a time of his time to join us today for a little bit of a podcast to review his recent article that absolutely blew up on Twitter. That was via the bird rights talking about the risks that would be involved if the the Pelicans were to partake in prolonging the NBA season and playing some few regular games, maybe being a part of a playoff. It's, it's kind of a wish or a gray area, some strange stuff going on with how the NBA plans to continue the season. But Preston wrote an incredible article on it on the bird rights. I believe it's the feature article right now. So you can head over there and check it out if you'd like. But this article really delved into the necessities of testing and uh, the the logistics of going about continuing the NBA season. So, um, like I said, you can head over there and check it out. But Preston did an excellent job on this article, and today we got to talk more about some of his thoughts behind behind why he wrote this article, his motivations, uh, what the NBA will likely do, what he believes they should do, and, and we'll uh, we'll hear from here, him in just one second. So. Thank you for tuning in today here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. Here is my conversation with Preston Ellis of the Bird Rights and Bleacher Report. All right, and we're joined by Preston Ellis of the Bird Rights. Also, of Bleacher Report. How you doing today, Preston? Also, thanks so much for joining us. Of course, and Elliot, welcome to the team. You guys probably know by now that Elliot is now a contributor to the Bird Rights. I am. I am very excited to be a part of the team. And also, this is just now breaking on the podcast. I haven't mentioned it before on this podcast. If you follow me on Twitter, you've seen it. And if you don't, you should follow me on Twitter. But I was on David Grubb's show. It's uh I'm, oh, it's escaping me. Hard in the paint. Hard in the paint. There, there you go. go. Hard in the paint uh, this morning in New Orleans. So you can check that out. I retweeted the uh, podcast link this morning. So 
diving in head first with the bird rights and everyone on the team. So very, very excited to be a part of the team um, there with the bird rights and SB Nation, uh, where where Presta, Preston is joining us from. Um, he's done a lot for them. So this is a podcast you definitely, definitely want to get a stick around for. Uh, so Preston, recently you put together an article on, on the bird rights, um, SB Nation's Pelicans affiliate that was entitled, well, it was a pretty, pretty long title. So I'm going to take a deep breath here. The risks will probably outweigh the reward for teams like the New Orleans Pelicans in finishing the 2019-2020 NBA season. And I will have recapped the the article in the intro there. So Preston, what was your motivation putting this article article together? Well, we should call it a controversial article because, as you said, uh, there were there are a lot of opinions on it. Obviously, everybody's getting a little bit stir crazy, and everybody wants to see our players go out there and perform. We had such an exciting second half of the season. The first half of the season, of course, we were the second worst in the NBA. Nobody wants to remember that. The second half, we were one of the best. We were a top 10 in both offense and defense. Of course, Zion was healthy and playing terrific. Derek Favors was uh, one of the best in the NBA, top 10 in net rating over that time. Drew Holiday, likewise. And then you've got... You you know, Lonzo Ball, Brandon Ingram, um, everybody wants to see these guys perform. Everybody wants to see if we actually could, as 538 predicted, make that late surge to the playoffs. But the problem is, and this is controversial, nobody wants to hear this, this is not important in the grand scheme of what's happening in our country right now. Because let me let me narrow this down for you. If the Pelicans do return to action, there is no feasible way they're going to play all 18 games. And we know this because why? Because Shams Charania uh, of The Athletic yesterday just said that league executives are hoping that the NBA can return to action in early to mid-July. Their timetable is July to early September. What does that tell you? We will have two months to play not only nearly 300 regular season games in addition to four seven-game rounds of playoffs. That's just not feasible. It's not possible. So here's what you do. You either say, well, we're going to play all the regular season games, and then we're going to have three-game series throughout the playoffs. I don't think anybody wants to see that. Or you could say, let's do some of the games. We'll do 100 150 of the games, and then we'll do, you know, five uh, game rounds all throughout the playoffs. And then, even then, you're trying to squeeze everything into such a tight window, and then you're not even thinking about the the wider parameters of how this is even going to be feasible. You're going to have 30 teams, plus their personnel, plus their families inside this bubble in Orlando or Las Vegas. No, you're, you're just not thinking big picture. You're not thinking safety. You're just thinking about, I want to see basketball. And I understand. I feel the exact same way. I write about the Pelicans every day of my life. I podcast about them. But in terms of safety, in terms of getting the best possible product we can get, it's imperative that we just go straight to the playoffs. And I know that nobody wants to hear that, but if you want to see seven games through four rounds of the best possible basketball while keeping everybody safe, this is the only course of action. I can tell you're passionate about the topic, Preston. You know, this is... This is... You have to tie it into all of these these protests going on. You have to. It's it's kind of the same mentality. It's you know I I'm trying not I'm gonna I'm gonna try my best not to get political here. It's it's selfish in a way to to try to force everything together. At least in my mind's eye, it's it's I want to see basketball, so play basketball. It's not thinking logistically. It's not thinking in terms of safety. Um, it just doesn't make sense to try to rush everything. And if the NBA were to really do it, it'd be very clear that this would be a money grab. 
Yeah, for sure. And what everybody got really upset about, I think, is not the point I'm trying to make right now. It's it's the overall gist of the article saying that the Pelicans should withdraw. Now, everybody, everybody looks at that as quitting. I don't look at that as quitting. I look at that as saying, we are going to put the benefit of the whole over the benefit of the few. Uh, in terms of what is best for our fr- franchise long term, not only are we going to protect our 15 players, our 30 uh, or so executives, you know, from our equipment managers to our, our league executives to the families of all these players who would be putting themselves at risk, we're going to think about them. We're going to withdraw knowing that Lonzo Ball kicked ass this year, Brandon Ingram kicked ass, Zion kicked ass, Derek Favors is in a contract year, don't forget. You're going to ask him to take two months of isolation off and go straight into the most important minutes of his season, regardless of what this could mean to him if he suffers any kind of injury at note, Drew Holiday is up for an extension. I know everybody listening right now is saying players want to play, this is their job, but when you when you think of not not just of what you want as a Pelicans fan, but what you want as an NBA fan, I promise you, you are going to get a better product if we just focus on the playoffs. And yes, you'll have to wait to see your Pelicans until Christmas, but I promise you, when they do come back, you will feel better about it, they will feel better about it, and I promise you, with all this time to work on their games, Brandon Ingram didn't take a shot from whatever it was, February and March, until September, and he went from shooting 1.8 three-pointers a game to 6.8 three-pointers a game. Imagine how how good he's going to get in this time off. I know that's not what you want to hear, but this is truly the best for everybody involved. Patience is a virtue, to say the least. And I, I've been saying it from the get-go, from literally the very first podcast that we have recorded here at Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans, and that's this season has been about the future. It's been about the future since the beginning, but it's also especially been about the future since Zion got hurt and has only played 19 games this season. The focus with with such a young roster, despite having J.J. Redick, despite having Derek Favors, despite having Etuan Moore, the focus is the future for this Pelicans team. Yeah, and we saw a great example of that. I'm sure you guys have seen me do this to death. I've also got an article on Drew Holiday coming out either tonight or tomorrow. I've got one on Derek Favors coming out in the next two or three days. The Pelicans starting five of that group was best in the NBA among groups who played 180 minutes or more. Best in the NBA. So you want these guys to come back. You want them to come back healthy. And then you just, you know, bring maybe so, uh, the, the first round pick that we have this year, which right now I think falls around 12th or 13th. We've got Didi potentially coming. We've got uh, the mid-level exception to, to spend. Anyway, we can bring in some veterans, kind of flush out the depth chart, improve in that regard. Some of those guys are going to get older. They're going to get better. We're going to have a much improved team, and then we can use next year to, to follow all these aspirations that we've now built for ourselves. Exactly. And, and now this isn't something that I brought up prior to the beginning of the show, but now that we're discussing it, going into this offseason, there is a possibility that Drew will be shopped around the league. It's not for sure. It's a possibility. <clears throat> Let's say there there is some availability in terms of cap. And, you know, ne- that doesn't necessarily tie into to the Drew thing. But what would be or who would be, I guess, a player that you would like to see on the Pelicans in, in 2020, 2021 
that wasn't on the roster this year. Well, I'm not going to help you on this one, Elliot. And I know that that's not what people want to hear. I know that David Fisher, one of our associate editors, he wants to pull the trigger. His ideal trade is the the Brooklyn Nets trade. You create that big three over there with Kevin Durant, with he and Kyrie Irving. He's really a perfect fit for what they're doing. And you still have Torian Prince over there. You still have DeAndre Jordan. You still have the makings of a very good roster, even without Karis LeVert, which is the ideal target in that position, you would suppose. And Jarrett Allen possibly backing up Derek Favors or maybe even supplanting him in time. But for me, there's nobody better who fits this roster better than Drew Holiday does right now. And I know a lot of you are saying, well, he's 30 years old. He's not part of the future. We've seen guys like Chris Paul, 35 years old, and I know he could be an exception. Hey, Pels fans, we're taking a quick break here to remind you, if you are listening on Apple Podcasts, hit subscribe, rate and review this podcast right here. You're going to help us out a lot here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. We're trying to promote the podcast, trying to get more and more people to listen. And if you subscribe, rate, review here on Apple Podcasts, if that happens to be where you're listening, that's going to help promote the podcast everywhere. Everywhere on social media, on Apple Podcasts. And you can just follow or whatever else you do on Google Play or Stitcher. I know you can follow it on Spotify, but go ahead and hit that review button as well. Let us know what you're thinking of the podcast and to interact with us here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans, make sure to go follow me. It's at Elliot Clough on Twitter, E-L-I-O-T-C-L-O-U-G-H. We're running polls. We're interacting with you as much as possible, sharing your opinions here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. Now, let's get back to the podcast. All right, Preston, you said it. We're a little short on time today. For those of you who don't know, Preston does have a newborn baby. So congrats to Preston. Uh, Running short on time, of course, got to take care of the little one. But one question before you go, Preston, if you had to pick one player, this is one of our more recent podcasts. I believe it was actually our last podcast here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. If you had to pick one player in the history of, of the Pelicans slash Hornets franchise to join this 2020 roster in their prime, who would it be? I mean, my favorites, of course, were Chris Paul and Baron Davis. Those are the obvious answers. But just in terms of everything I just said and what could really help the Pelicans get to the next level, I think Paige Stoyakovich isn't really necessary, although he could come off the bench and kind of fill that that Darius Miller role, that six-man shooting role, that Ryan Anderson role. But somebody who really could have helped through the 28 games of this season, this initial part of the season, is Tyson Chandler because they really needed that rim protector. They really needed that, uh, that presence in the paint. They really needed that veteran leader who could kind of put everybody in the position they needed to. The Pelicans fell apart defensively and in the clutch this season. And if you had had him there, you can make an argument that he would have been the most important player on the team. You could make an argument right now that Derek Favors has been the most important part of this team this season. He's not an all-star. He's not the flashy player. But just in terms of how he impacted winning in his 36 games after December uh, 18th, there's there really can be no argument. So if you have Tyson Chandler in that place over the first half of the season— where are the Pelicans? They're not 6-22. and 22. Uh, Are they somewhere around 500? If they are, they are very comfortably in the playoffs right now, and they're somewhere battling between that, like, I don't know, third and seventh position. Agree with literally everything that you just said. <laughs> um, another guy that I had mentioned who was uh, at the top of my list in terms of fits for previous Pelicans players, previous Hornets, and I chose to go the route of players who are completely out of the league, retired, haven't played in a few years. And I went with David West. I think he he adds a dimension of, well, he scored 20 points a game in his prime. He's got a mid-range jump shot, which is not as valuable 
as it, it once was, but um, he's another body to protect the rim as well. Yeah, I think that's a difficult one just in terms of how the game has changed. Um, it's kind of difficult to assess how he would fit in with this group because they tried to put Brandon Ingram at that four spot, and obviously uh, he he kind of got played out of his position on the defensive side of the floor. So yeah, he would have been a more natural fit, and he's such a dynamic scorer. But to me, it doesn't seem like that's what the Pelicans really needed. But like you said, he was an all-star. Uh, he was one of the best scoring fours in the NBA. So yes, they would have inevitably been better. I think at this point, you're just like... I don't know, you're, you're just choosing your favorite player uh, because any of them really could have found a spot to fit in at this point. If Even if you bring in Chris Paul, you're bringing Lonzo Ball off the bench, and who doesn't want to see you know a, a potential MVP-type uh, point guard with Lonzo Ball coming to supplant him? Even that would be sensational. So yeah, David West would make them better. I, I think we're all on the same page right now because we're, we're picking the same players from that same 2008 team that probably should have yep. advanced, uh, if not to the Western Conference Finals, then to the Finals itself. Yeah, that that team was incredible to watch. And we had a a podcast just a few weeks ago talking about possible teams, possible moments in the Pelicans history slash Hornets history that deserve a documentary. I personally think that team should be on the list for sure. But there you have it. Pels fans, Preston Ellis of the Bird Rights and Bleacher Report joining us today here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. Preston, I know you're crunched for time. I appreciate you taking some time today and joining us. Well, I think all of you uh, parents will understand probably about half an hour. My wife said, hey, honey, I need you to watch the baby for 10 minutes while I take a shower. And I was like, I can't, babe. I have to go podcast. And the glare you get in those kind of circumstances, I know that all of you parents probably understand. (laughs) Thanks again, Preston. Anytime, buddy. There you have it, Pels fans. Some awesome stuff today from Preston Ellis of The Bird Rights and Bleacher Report telling us what he thought, what he thinks about how the NBA should go about the rest of the season, how that, how the Pelicans factor in on that as well. And you heard that reminder in the middle of today's podcast. Go follow me on Twitter. You're going get, to be getting a ton of Pelicans content there, articles, podcasts, just questions for you, the fan, and that is how you're going to get on this podcast right here. I'm sharing your thoughts, your opinions here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. And once again, how do you find Elliot Clough on Twitter? Well, you just search that handle. It's E-L-I-O-T, one L, one T, and C-L-O-U-G-H. Or, of course, you can hashtag what the Pell is up with your thoughts, questions, comments, etc. While you are here, if you are on Apple Podcasts, hit that subscribe button, leave a rate and review. Do it! The more you do that, the better guests, the better quality content we're going to be getting you, the listener here on Believe in the New Orleans Pelicans. And if you're listening on Stitcher, Spotify, Google Play, just hit that follow button. You're going to be getting notifications and reminders of when this podcast is up. Make sure to go follow Believe on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And you can check out a plethora of their other podcasts on Believe.com or just head over to Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or Google Play. And you can check out some more of my Pelicans coverage for Fansided's Hoops Habit website. There should be an article coming out. If it wasn't yesterday, it should be today on which player I would choose, five players I would actually choose, who would be great to fit on this year's Pelicans team. So you're going to find plenty of more Pelicans coverage there on Hoops Habit. And you heard it today, I have joined the Bird Rights SB Nation, their affiliate of the Pelicans. So very excited about that opportunity. If you missed it, at the top of the show, I said that I joined David Grubb 
on hard in the paint at 1280 a.m. in New Orleans today. I retweeted that link, so you can check that out on my Twitter as well. So hella Pelicans content today for you, fans. Do not forget. Do not forget to shoot me those questions, those comments on Twitter at Elliot Clough, E-L-I-O-T-C-L-O-U-G-H, or just hashtag what the Pell is up. I am Elliot Clough, and this was Believe in the New Orleans Health. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done.